It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how's it going? Jake, I'm feeling great. Uh, you know, I uh, strolled into the party like my name was El Nino. Mm-hmm. You and me, mm-hmm. hanging out, drinking in the back of an El Camino. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This was the first week of a, a new season of a, a, a show that we like to call Survivor Forty One, uh, and I feel like people don't get it. I feel like people don't like people got San Juan del Survivor because it's the name, you know, uh, and Game Changers. They got it because we just said it a little differently. That was easy. But Survivor Forty One suddenly everybody's like, "You're spelling it wrong." We're not. It's some Forty One. Get with the picture. People are so stupid, Thomas. Yeah, I mean, like, once we get to the 182nd season of Survivor, Um, uh, I would hope hope that people would have learned their lesson by then. Yeah. Blink Viver 182. Yeah, yep. (laughs) Exactly. That's that's in, like, 100 years, though. It's still 2021. So, Thomas, I have to ask you, did you watch Survivor 41 last night? Jake, I did. Uh, This episode aired September 22nd, 2021. Uh, Jake, how old would you have been then? I would have been 30. I would have been 30 years old. This isn't a bit we do during the. Oh, actually, I also would have been. I also would have been 30 years old. Yeah, you're you're not special. You're an old motherfucker. Thomas, (laughs) would you agree that upon entering our 30s, we uh, we entered a new era in our life? Yeah, uh, this is the era um, of slightly worse hangovers, is what oh I would God. say. Thomas, I, I was drinking from oh, probably 12.30 to 10 p.m. last night, uh, and I'll tell you what, not good for, for this 30-year-old Wow! Stomach. Oh man, who could have foreseen that? Not me, not the last... 1400 years of my life has that I didn't been any I didn't do well day drinking when I was like 20. Like I'm not going to do well day yeah. drinking at 30. That's yeah, for no, sure. Like I o- I always end up tired by like 4 p.m. I did take a nap in the middle of the day. Yeah, cuz you have to because you shouldn't be drinking at noon. It's <laughs> watching Gravity Falls, like the final final episode and I was like just kept dr- my eyes kept closing and RL was like, "Do you want to take a nap?" I was like, "Yeah, I think I should." <laughs> I used to be cool. <laughs> Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mentioned... That, that, that plays every time I try to do anything anymore. If I, like, bend down. Yeah. All I hear when I bend down is all of my body parts cracking. This is what... <laughs> this is, what's, what's that? What you got over there? What's what? Did you just open something? Oh, no. That was me making a noise like uh, my knees were cracking. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, drinking some delicious coffee right now from my Nespresso. Uh, as you like to call it, uh, Coke and coffee hold the Coke. Yeah, Coke and coffee hold the Coke. It's been too long, actually, since I've had a Coke and coffee. Maybe next time I go to the grocery store, I'll buy some. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Great shit. Uh, I'm drinking a Coke and water hold the Coke uh, out of my mm. wonderful water bottle from a company called Camelback. They are not sponsoring us, but if they wanted to... I mean, I would, take a, I, would, I would take a free water bottle. I'm not too good for that. Oh, I was hoping they'd give us money. Oh, I would also take uh, free money. Free not too money. good for that. And it's actually not free money because we've been doing this job for six years. and This is back pay at this point. Yeah. Camelback, you owe us a sponsorship for every week that we've mentioned to you. Which, this, so, which for, is this week? This has just been this week. Uptime, you also... We yeah, gotta uptime, send them an invoice. Uptime owes us a lot. We should start sending them invoices. We really should. What's what's their contact info? We should do that. My friend, uh, uh, my friend Ken does this with Capri Sun. Oh my god! Where uh, she will uh, plug them on social media and then just email them like, "Hey, this is how much you owe me." I am so invested in Ken uh, becoming a Capri Sun spokesperson. Uh, what is their I-S-A-W-K-E-N is the Twitter handle. Um, go follow them if you're not already. Because it's, it's good tweets. And Capri Sun, 
get with it. And Cade Cunningham, they sponsor Cade Cunningham uptime, but not us. We started this podcast when Cade Cunningham was like 13 years old. Yeah. He couldn't even drink energy drinks then. <laughs> it's illegal. It's illegal. You have to be 18 or older. Ooh, they fr- don't let you do that because it stunts your growth, and then he wouldn't be a basketball player. Free shipping on orders over $35, though. Um, contact us. Here we go. That's what we're trying to do. Uptime. Yeah, I do think Uptime and uh, Nestle should probably sponsor us. Nestle? Free advertising. Yeah, because I talk about my, my Nespresso all the time. Oh, sure. Okay, fine. I'm not a Nestle stan. But, Thomas, here, here's... I love, love the child slave labor they use. And the purchasing of water or whatever. Yeah, and that they want to own the Great Lakes. Good yeah, stuff. Cool guys. The coffee, though, to die for. <laughs> Literally. Uh, looking for brand ambassador opportunities? Click here. So, maybe we're on to something. Mm. Maybe we'll have a sponsor. Do you think this is what Cade Cunningham did? Yeah, I think he probably just liked Uptime and was like, Hey, I, I'm the number one pick in basketball. Please give me money. And they were like, okay. Don't mind if I do. Oh. We have to follow them on Instagram. So, All right. That's more effort than it's worth. That seems like a lot of effort for us. Um, Thomas, I ask about 30 years old being a new era because this week's episode of Survivor 41 was called A New Era. What do you think of that title? Uh, I mean, it's an unofficial title, right? Well, the name of the episode was... A new era. So I think that is officially the name of the episode. Do you think that's what the sponsor is going to be? Is new era hats? Yes. That's why they said that. Yes, that's exactly it. There's no other reason. The fitted hat authority is here, and you will be getting hats. It's just a bunch of people wearing the Fred Durst uh, fitted red Yankees baseball cap. What if there's a challenge? later on where they get to go hang out with jeff at a mall but they go to a lids they go to a lids speaking of there was a time where i was uh me and my my cousin drew were attempting to to be uh lids ambassadors so if they would also (laughs) like to sponsor check out check out lids.com uh if they would if they would like to sponsor us i I will take their money we'll honestly at this point take anybody's money claire's yeah anyone that's in a mall i I, look i know that you guys are falling on hard times i'm more than happy to put the word out about you claire's happy to do it auntie ann's will take your money lids they've got your favorite league nfl ncaa mlb nba and nhl what's your favorite sports league (laughs) There's, I mean, they're all so good. It's so hard to pick. I would um, say they're all I, tied for number one. I would one probably for me. say the the CFL though, the Canadian Football League. Mm, Dan Lefevre played there. Yes, yeah, he certainly did. Um, you know what I was thinking about the other day? <laughs> uh, speaking of, speaking of Dan Lefevre, um, I was watching some highlights from uh, an old Michigan game. It was uh, Tom Brady's last game with the uh, the Michigan Wolverines when they beat Alabama in the Orange Bowl in I believe 1999. Might have been 2000. Anyway. Um, there was a point where someone scored a touchdown and it showed them on the sideline talking on, on a landline telephone. And I was mm. like, Oh, you never see people do that anymore. Cause they don't have those anymore. Yeah. But there was a long time where anytime that, uh, when Dan LaFever was playing at central Michigan, Jake and I had a running joke where, uh, if he scored a touchdown and was on the phone, he was talking to his mom because his mom was congratulating him. Mm-hmm. And if they, if he messed up, like if he threw an interception or something, then he was talking to his dad and his dad was yelling at him. <laughs> it's a good bit. And he said, anytime they showed him talking on the phone, I just miss seeing guys talking on phones on the sideline. Oh, so true. I really do miss seeing guys on phones. You know who else missed us? Jeff. Jeff Probst. Jeff Probst. He comes out and says hello to us and that he missed looking us. Looking disheveled with his disgusting hair. Hey, nipples you protruding. know what? Who's not looking disheveled these days? I have a... I, I work at the front desk at my company, and so I, we receive a lot of Amazon packages, and usually it's just like somebody comes up and is like, here's some packages, and I say, yeah, I can take those, and I take them. But this one guy came up to me... Uh, and he, he he came all the way around my desk and just, like, stood there for a minute and was like, you're a hippie. Because I have, like, long hair and a beard now. And I said, okay. And they handed me the packages and left. <laughs> like, 
Damn. Why would you say that to somebody? Roasted. I really, I haven't stopped thinking about it since. It's weird. Uh, Evie is the first person with a talking head. Do you feel like that's a good sign for them? Uh, I mean, I don't know that that means anything. I think that's where I'm at with it. Hmm. I think that being first doesn't matter. I think that if you never yeah, first show last. up. No, I think that if you're last, you're last in terms of Survivor. If it takes them forever to get around to you, it's probably a problem. But otherwise, you're probably fine. Okay. Well, I feel like it's always a good sign if you are the first. Like, they're showing a lot. They're putting a lot of confidence in a person if they're the first person on screen. They're like, you're going to see a lot of this person. That's what I, I feel like production is saying. Uh, so Jeff welcomes the new castaways. Uh Erica says that she's happy that in the pandemic she didn't lose Survivor, aren't we all? What do you think of Erica so far? Uh, I didn't really have that much to go on. She seems fine. I, I agree. Uh, Nasir learned English while watching Survivor. What do you think of Nasir? Uh, I think he, as we will see later in the episode, is a weird liar. <laughs> Yeah. Heather says that she's been watching for 20 years. Uh, any thoughts on Heather? Um, I'm sorry. I'm looking up the cast again just to make sure. You know how it is. You don't really I do know how it is. fully nail this down. Uh, let's see. Let's check out this cast. Who's who? Who's who on Survivor 41? Oh, I just want to say um, I, I watched... Uh, I did, like, a watch party with uh, a couple of my cousins for this season, mm. and uh, we've been calling uh, Brad, the cattle ratcher, uh, James Osteen, because he kind of mm. looks like Joel Osteen, so the, the entire time it was like, oh, he's Joel Osteen's brother. Yeah, I, I can see that, definitely. Do you remember who Heather is? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find her on here. Yes, okay. Yeah, Heather's fine. Great. I loved all that <laughs> build up. Yeah. This is some quality uh, Survivor uh, content. You love it? That's right. For such a popular show, I'm surprised there's not more podcasts about it. Yeah, you'd think. You know, it's it's a small niche audience that's been carrying it the whole time. So then we get to the first big thing that people are talking about this season. Jeff asks them if it's okay for him to say guys when he calls people into... Uh, the challenge. Okay, so Jake, <laughs> this was the thing that I wanted to talk about because <laughs> this is the worst way they could have done this. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a conversation for you to have with people off screen. This is something that you need to handle. You know, obviously, like, they have their own standards and practice shit they need to handle, but, like, this is what Survivor does with this shit is they're, like, just gonna have a discussion with these guys, you know? Like, it's like we're gonna show that we're, like, we're with the changing times or whatever. And then you do this and you open it up for a situation where no one is happy because mm -hmm. what you end up with is the two prominent queer people this season disagreeing with each other about the answer on it. Uh, well, Thomas, uh, I'll have you know, queer people aren't monolithic. So yes, actually... exactly. So why are you looking for a monolithic answer from them? <laughs> uh, Evie tells Jeff that it's actually fine for him to say guys uh i'm on that side too i think especially in like a northern i think y'all feels really forced mm -hmm. in uh in a non-regional context and i do think like i understand why someone would say it's not because there is guys is like a, a male gendered term but i do think like the way that it gets used and who i see using it it's not really used in a gender specific context i would agree with that but i'm fine with people disagreeing with that but like i i, I don't know it seems pretty anodyne to me yeah i really they really didn't need to make such a big deal of it it's just just stop saying it. Like, I never... Yeah, that's the thing. If you don't... If you just have him stop saying it, no one will fucking notice. Exactly. Uh, so, they, uh, they they do the first challenge. Uh, they have to find paddles on the boat they're on, and then the first tribe to get all the paddles and row the whole way wins a pot, a flint, and a machete. This was a fun challenge, you know? I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Ua handily wins. Yeah. These fucking tribe names, man. 
Yeah. They're bad. Yes, sir. They're, they're not good, yeah. Yasa? I think it yes, is Yasa, yeah. Yasa doesn't find their sixth paddle until the challenge is over. Uh, Luvu also never unclipped their boat from the anchor. That was hilarious. That was very funny. <laughs> so, over on Ua, we learned that Sarah lost her grandma from COVID. A lot of, a lot of sad stories here this, at this point in the episode. Because uh, Brad's died. Brad's dad, or jo- James, what did you call him, James Austin? We can just call him Brad. That's. I just wanted to throw that out there. I do think he kind of looks like Joel Osteen. Yeah. Uh, his dad died of cancer. Uh, they are building the camp over on Ua, and it's good. I really liked that they're using like footage from home to flesh out these characters. That's something new this season, and I like it. Did you notice anything yeah. there? I, I I thought it was I thought the some of the stuff they used was nice. I liked the thing with uh, was it Tiffany was the one that was an alternate that got called up to do it last minute. Yeah, I think so. Or they showed the footage of her finding out or whatever. Yeah, that was kind of neat. Yeah, and then she like said to her, I assume husband was like, "I'm going to Fiji, and you're actually not supposed to tell anybody you're on Survivor." So it's fucked up that Tiffany would do that. Spoils the whole thing for everybody. Uh, JD spent the pandemic practicing making fire, and he makes the fire for his tribe. What are your initial thoughts on JD? Great dude. You love him? You love JD with all your heart? Uh, I think that JD is oh. trying a little too hard. Oh my God. I'm sorry, Jake. I know you like JD. I love JD. He's my favorite he's guy. He's trying a little too hard, and I think that he's doing... He's a bad liar. <laughs> okay, why do you say that? Uh, the thing later where they uh, do the prisoner's dilemma challenge, when he lies to everyone on his team and no one believes him. But he didn't lie. Yes, he did. He told them exactly what it was. I thought, didn't he, uh, didn't he also decline, uh, or didn't he also risk his vote? Well... Okay, so that part was a lie. Yes, he did lie. Okay, so, and and it ended up backfiring because because he was fucking lying about one specific part of it. No one believed anything that he said. Hmm. Well, I still like him. I think he's great. I I don't dislike JT. I just think I don't know that he's playing very well so far. No, you know. I think he's doing great. I can't wait to see what happens with him. Uh, they have to, everybody gets, uh, they get to their camp, and they have to do a challenge called Savior Sweat, uh, where they have to solve a riddle or fill barrels with ocean water. Which of these would you have chosen if you were doing I would have solved sweat? the riddle. It's unbelievable to see people be like, it's actually a much bigger risk. It's like, it, it didn't end up backfiring in this context, but why would you physically exhaust yourself before a fucking team challenge? Yeah. Idiotic. That didn't make sense to me either. And it, it would have made so much more sense to have everybody working on this puzzle together so you can get, like, six brains on it and be like, all right, what what are we thinking? Let's let's. This wasn't... Lock I understand... Vo- I understand the position that he was in, but, like, this is an instance where, like, David very clearly had the same idea I did and allowed himself to be peer pressured into the other thing, and he should have put his foot down and just been like, no. Oh. Like, just argue for your side. It's fine. You mean Voce? Yes, Voce. I was like, who's David? Uh, yeah, Voce wants to do the puzzle, but gets outvoted. Uh, so he and Xander Hastings have to do the water part of the challenge. Uh, very funny stuff. Over on Luvu, Danny and Deshaun also collect the water. Then on Ua, we learn that Jeannie loves her wife. Ricard has been married to his husband for a number of years, but they got married after only 37 days. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I, uh, I mean, look, it seems like it's working out for them, but that's weird. Don't do that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, that's too soon. 37 days? If you think about what you were doing 37 days ago, it's not too much different from what you were doing now. Like, that's an insane time frame. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, true love knows no bounds. You know? You agree? Yeah, exactly. Regarding... Gotta lock that, sh- gotta lock that shit down. I mean, if you, 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 when you know, you know, you know? You know? Yeah. That's uh, classic um, push, a, push a tea 
Yep. If you know, you know. Yep. He is the first person to say that. Uh, over on Luvu, Danny and Deshaun go idol hunting, but Nasir catches them and then decides to start strategizing against them. What are your thoughts here? I don't know. I thought, like... Were they actually idol hunting? I thought maybe they weren't, but they were. I think they were just, like, hanging out and, like, taking a break. And then, oh, if yeah. we happen upon an idol, that would be cool. Yeah, I thought this was uh, a misfire on Nasir's part. Mm-hmm. Because his whole thing that he said to them was like, they're not even doing the water gathering thing. They're just looking for idols. And when they finish doing the water gathering thing, it makes you look pretty bad. Mm-hmm. You know who looks pretty good? It's Liana and Evie. They're hitting it off over on the Yes uh, tribe. Worst tribe name of all time, I think. Or yeah, I don't, tribe name. I hate I it so much. I don't care for it. I want to look up what uh, their tribe name means. Yes, uh, stupid. Their tribe color is yellow. Yes, I know that. Um... It's from the Fijian word yasa yasa, meaning lightning. Okay, I actually like it now. The tribe emblem is a lightning bolt coming out of a cloud. Actually, yasa is really fucking cool. Don't you think? All right, so you've already. It sounds like uh, we got ourselves a little John Kerry over here, flip flopping. Flip Which is it? Do you hate it or do you love it? I love it now. Now that I know about it, I love it. Ua. Is the Fijian word meaning wave, uh, and the tribe emblem is oh, some waves under a cloud. And what's the other tribe called, Thomas? Do you remember? What are you talking about, Ua or Luvu? Luvu. Fijian word meaning flood. Hmm. Their tribe emblem is. I don't know. Is it like a wave? It's like a cloud with a lot of rain coming off of it, coming out of it. Um, so, Yasa is actually the best tribe so far. I don't really remember who's on what tribe at this point, but I'm sure we'll learn in the coming weeks. Uh, so, Jake, I have a, I have a question for you. Okay. This was a, this was a problem that I have had with this, the season premiere. So, you know how Jeff came out and did the whole, like, spiel thing where he talked to the audience before it started? Yeah, of just it like, was cool hey, and we're I back. Liked it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to let you guys become a little part of the action or whatever. Yeah, game within the game. One of the things that he stressed was, this is going to be like a fast-paced season and we're going to hit the ground running. Did you feel like this was a fast-paced episode where they hit the ground running? Because let me tell you, I did not. They took forever to get anywhere. Yeah, it took a very long time. Which, granted, we always complain that like there's not enough getting to know the people at the camps scenes anymore. And I feel like they filled out the episode a lot more with that. So I'm not, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I, the thing is, I don't think they need to hit the ground running, but don't tell me that you're going to hit the ground running and then take your fucking time. Well, Jeff Probst frequently lies to the audience. Jeff Probst loves to lie in the worst, the worst cast of all time. He promoted the season as being like, this is one of the best groups of people we've ever had. And it was just constantly bickering and like supremely negative people. Uh, It's called Survivor Worlds Apart. Oh, that's the one the racist show is from. uh, Oh, okay. And Rodney, you know Rodney? I don't know that I do know Rodney. He had to do dishes on his birthday. Some bullshit. Uh, It's also the season where somebody, also another Dan, uh... What compared being adopted to something significantly more like actual trauma uh, with another contestant at Tribal Council. Bad season. Worst season they've ever done. And I think everybody would agree with me in saying that. Um, Abraham wants to treat this as a team sport. He tells Evie and wants to take out Liana for messing up the challenge. I don't like that. What do you think of Liana and Abraham? Uh, I like Liana. I don't, I think Abraham, I just didn't have much of a read on. Yeah. Um, he seemed like he was a valuable physical player, but otherwise it was like, I don't know. It's, he seemed pretty like calm. Yeah. Like, I think he's like pretty, I I guess what I would say going forward is I was surprised that he got voted out. 
Like, I thought mm. that he was playing kind of a subtle social game, and uh, but, you know. Yeah. I, I Part of it is that they've got the smaller tribes this time around, so it, you know, you can become a target much quicker yes. in that, that kind of situation. Smaller tribes, you're never safe, because uh, it's dangerous now. It's more dangerous, Survivor. That's what Jeff told us, and he would never lie. <laughs> Uh, Tiffany, we learn, lost her mom at 16 and um, went in to get some surgery and is now considered a breast cancer previvor. What are your thoughts on this terminology, Thomas? Uh, you know, whatever. I'm not going to police what you want to call yourself there. I don't think that it rolls off the tongue necessarily, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I, it was. It's kind of a mouthful. That's my only issue with it. Like, good. I'm, I'm glad she got it done when she did. Seems a little forced. Good for her, though. Yeah, a, f- a forced term on on Survivor. One nice thing about the um about the new season or the new era, excuse me. Uh, we don't have to hear Jeff like constantly pushing the theme. He's never yeah. going to ask anybody. Oh, when you spell out Uwa, do you? Use U A or do you spell it like the Usos do it with like the three yeah. O's and the A A A A? Imagining the most anodyne, like the, the dumbest, like Jeff things to do, just like. So your generation, the Oxford comma. How do you feel about that? <laughs> we don't give a fuck about the Oxford comma. Uh, J D and Sarah want to form a young persons alliance. You know, I'm all for young persons alliance as a young. 30-year-old person. Yeah. Love the young people. Us kids gotta stick together. <laughs> Us 90s... Only 90s kids remember being young. JD forms connections with everybody, but Ricard does not trust him. Whose side are you on here, JD or Ricard? Uh, I like right JD... Answer. I like JD more than Ricard, mm-hmm. but Ricard is also correct. Mmm. Mmm. I don't... Say something nice about JD instead. I, he seems like a fun guy. Thank you. I love JD. He's my favorite guy. <laughs> but, like, also, he was lying, and Ricard picked up on the fact that he was lying. Well, and we now, Ricard's got his Ricard own problems, out. because Ricard is playing... Yeah, they should get Ricard out. He's playing way too fucking hard. Well, it's a fast-paced game, Thomas. What do you expect them to do? He's doing the Boston Rob thing. If you're trying to... If you are openly trying to dominate the game from the beginning, people are going to vote you out. Like, you mm-hmm. immediately put a target on your back. Uh, Shan is an active listener, but she is actually conniving, and then she hums an evil little tune. This was very fun. <laughs> the Shan-Ricard dynamic is going to be really interesting to me, because Shan is doing the exact, like, is attempting to achieve the same goals as Ricard, but is doing it in a much more subtle way, and mm-hmm. it, it makes me think that she's a much better player. I... Like, she's, she's looking to control the game, but, uh... You know, I think it's per- he's a perfect person for her to hide behind because, like, she can do it from the shadows. She is... I feel like her game is going to be very similar to Mike White's game, where it's just, like, she has conversations with, like, everybody, and everybody is in, like, it is in good with her. But if she is also conniving, maybe she's not Mike She's White. more cutthroat than Mike. Yeah. I think she's got more killer instinct. Mike was happy to be there in the same way that I don't think he really cared whether he won or not. Yeah, that's true. Um, he was... Have you started the White Lotus yet? Uh, yep. I watched uh, the first episode of it and thought it was pretty good, and I haven't gone back. I uh, got about twenty minutes into the first episode, um, and also thought it was pretty good. Um, that's it. Also, watching Succession, man. Succession's great. Succession, so much, such a good time. It's like yeah. Uh, if we're if we're doing our our uh, our show recommendations. Uh, I also I quite like only murders in the building. Mm, it's a good mm-hmm. I need to say anyway, that what, too. What were you saying about Succession? Oh, it's great. There's nobody to root for, uh, but I still find myself really engaged with the plot of every episode. No, so. it's just fun. It's fun to watch them all fight with each other. Mm-hmm. They're all awful. They're all awful. Even the yeah, they're all terrible. So I just found out that like Greg, I thought Greg was like the nice kid, you know, just being like oh, like audience surrogate. But then he goes and makes a deal with what's her name? That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Well, no, Greg. Like, yeah, Greg's also not, no, like every that, that's not that kind of show. No. Greg is not the audience surrogate. Greg is a I think Greg is only uh less cutthroat than everyone else on that show due to lack of ability <laughs> than anything else. 
He just doesn't have the range. Absolutely. Um, I'm loving that show, though. Also, catching up on Insecure, because that's another show that I only started watching several years ago and never finished. Um, Jake, another show I'm catching up on is Survivor. Survivor. Everybody collects their water, so that's great. Over on Luvu, Nasir is targeted for talking shit. Sydney talks about how her playing Survivor just makes sense. I don't know. What do you think of Sydney? Do you remember who Sydney is? That's a great question, Jake. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Sydney's a law student. I they, she didn't really they didn't really show her that much this episode. Yeah, I I don't know why I'm comparing everybody to David vs Goliath, but it's a good season. Um, Sydney's edit reminds me a lot of what's her name's edit that was voted out pre-merge not angel the woman who looked like natalia was it natalia natalie oh yeah remember her i think i think so yeah she was friends with like jessica and whoever else and got really offended when she got voted out (laughs) was like did you know about this and her friend was like no i literally had no idea i feel like sydney is gonna play that role she'll be out she'll like make a big splash early on but won't last too long. That's how. Uh, it is Natalia. Thank you. Uh, then she was blindsided due to her bossy personality, according <laughs> to the Survivor. <laughs> That's what you got to look out for. You hate a bossy pants, Tina Fey. Uh, they, they, they. <laughs> then a boat comes and picks somebody up from each camp. Uh, Danny volunteers for Luvu. Xander Hastings is volunteered for Yasa. And JD draws the white rock and is sent for Ua. Great, great, great stuff. I like that everybody who got picked for this summit was somebody that we picked initially. Yeah, love it. Made me very invested in this summit. They go on a trek over this mountain on an island, and they all talk about the sports they played. Man, just some great bro shit, you know? I I like... uh Danny uh, doing the half-truth, being like, oh, yeah, I was a walk-on at LSU, which yeah. I think he was, and then not saying he played in the pros. The thing with that, though, is, like, I I, I guess it can, like, slightly undersell it because it's like, oh, he's a good athlete, but he's not, like, a professional athlete. Yeah. But he also, you know, it's not like the John Rocker thing where, like, somebody was going to pick him out because he's famous and was, like, a professional athlete. <laughs> famous for famous being for a things. racist. <laughs> yeah, and also is famous for being a racist. But, like, he was, like, a even before the the racist stuff came out, like he was like a a very good closer for like a good Braves team. Mm-hmm. Um, was he a so like Sedgwick? People, was he as good as Kira Sedgwick? Yeah, and he also he was like super. Yes, he was uh, even better. Wow, like, he would walk out in front of the TV all the time whenever <laughs> other people were batting. Uh, but he, he I, I think that Kenny Powers, like his demeanor on the mound was kind of partly based on John Rocker because mm-hmm. the other thing with him was he was like super demonstrative and would just be like fuck you after he struck people out and stuff like that. So people would remember who he was. Whereas Danny was like a, he was like a special teams, like backup. Like he didn't play that much for the Cowboys. So it would be harder for somebody to pick him out. Mm-hmm. And they've all got helmets on. So it's hard to see. Who's yeah. Who. Yeah. Uh, JD was a nerd growing up. He says he grew up more like Carlton Banks than Will Smith. I thought that was funny. I'm surprised, though, that J.D. knew what Fresh Prince was because he was born in, what, 2001, I think he said? 2000? Something, somewhere around there. Man. Yeah, that's uh, only 90s kids know about Fresh Prince. So. Yep, yep. J.D. tells them he got real great vibes from each of them. What a cool guy J.D. is. Just like so many people all about vibes this season. It's great. Good vibe season, you think? As good a vibes as uh, Marquesas? I think it is way too early to tell. Um, Jeff said it's going to be the most dangerous season they've ever done, so that seems like not a good vibe. One of these contestants will die. <laughs> they hope not. Uh, they then do a prisoner's dilemma. They can predict their vote or risk their vote. I mean... I'm always on board for a prisoner's dilemma. It's the greatest shit they've ever had to do. What would you do in this situation? You just go hang out with Danny and JD and Xander for an hour, and then you have to protect your vote or risk your vote. What are you doing? I would protect my vote. I feel like having an extra vote is almost never actually very useful. Really? 
I would disagree. I think having an extra vote would be incredibly valuable, like the most valuable thing, you know? Pokemon Go like, to travel how many council. Times, but, like, how many times have we seen people, like, do stuff to get that, and then they never get a chance to use it because they always hold on to it for too long? Like, I don't think that it's actually that helpful. Mm. I think stealing somebody's vote is significantly more helpful. I think just because it hasn't been done often well doesn't necessarily mean that it can't be done I'm, well. Well, okay, and what I... If it was a thing where it's like, you are guaranteed to get that, that's one thing. But I think that it is not worth risking your vote for. Well, that's what Danny's thought, too. He goes back to camp and tells them what happened. Xander is also honest with what they had to, what they were presented with. And then JD goes on a long, rambling story, but is ultimately honest about what the summit was. But Ricard does not believe that he protected his okay. vote. He did the same thing as Xander. They did the same thing. But JD, JD, they made it look like he was a dumbass. And Xander, everybody was like, Yeah, oh, because yeah, he cool. did it in a worse way. <laughs> JD's trying. Everyone you know? believed Xander and no one believed JD. I would believe JD. I would be like, JD, I'm on your team. All about it. I hear you, bud. Uh, okay, so... As we know, JD is great, and everybody else sucks, and I'm rooting for JD to win the whole thing. I, I can't help but think you're slightly biased in your perception I don't of know why you would uh, say actions that. thus far. <laughs> At the immunity challenge, Ricard says they actually shouldn't say guys when he says, come on in, guys. And Jeff is, like, so excited. Like, if Jeff is so excited about this, why didn't you just take it out in the year and a half you had off? If you, if you just were like, come on in, come on in, we were like, oh, okay, come on, come on in. It's not like anybody was ever like, oh, guys, it's just me. It's just the guys. Um, I think they should have said, come on in, guys and gals and everybody else, too. That, would, that rolls off the tongue. But you'd say, come on in, everybody, or something like that. I don't know. Like, I think, again, I think that just handling it on screen was stupid, and you set yourself up for a situation like this. Yeah, but it did get everybody talking about the show, so... I, I also kind of wonder if production had a hand in how this developed. Oh, I'm certain. I'm certain. Because they didn't get the answer that they wanted in the beginning. <laughs> Uh, we're supposed to be progressive and remember how much shit we had to go through. We're being so, it just, I don't know. Look, we're I mean, woke look, now. Yeah, I, it does feel a little performative. Um, again, I'm, you know, it's easy for me to say that because it doesn't affect me, but I, yeah, I don't know. This this felt a little, uh, a little like point scoring. Um. You're just like scoring. It's that being scoring more points when you've already. What does that? What does that phrase mean? I think that they were trying. They really wanted people to be like survivor. Like we're giving them big credit. Like look how like they're with the times now or mm, whatever. Mm. And they did it in a really clumsy way. Like again, I think the way that you do it is you just he just stops saying it. He just but then you don't it, get yeah. as much credit for it because yeah. then people might not notice. Right. And it's very important that we notice that we're being inclusive now. Look, there's so many queer people on this season. Which like, great, but like, you can just do that. Yeah, right. You can just do you it. You can just do it. It doesn't need to be a whole thing. Uh, then Jeff explains the shot in the dark. What do you think of the shot in the dark twist? Remind me what this was. So everybody gets a die. And then they can roll the die when they vote, and it may give them immunity. If I think this is fucking stupid. I don't know how I missed this. I was in a group setting, so maybe I missed that part because people were being loud or something. Impossible. Uh, I'll tell you what. The music mixed this week, horrible. Like, the opening talking heads from everybody, I didn't hear a word anyone was saying because the music was mixed so loud. Maybe if that's just my TV, but... It was annoying. I didn't appreciate it. So Jeff, as we like to say, smarten up. Uh, Get into the editing booth and fix it, Jeff. Thank you. Only one tribe is going to win this challenge. The losing tribes will lose their flint. Uh, they got to do some shit. They got to go over a net and through some sawdust and then carry a bag of puzzle pieces and move up a cart, uh, tower and then they solve a puzzle. And also there's the survivor game within a game. 
any thoughts on this challenge and or the Survivor game within a game? Do you think we'll ever see the game within a game ever again after this season? Uh, probably not. I don't think that anybody is going to be that, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know that there's going to be like a groundswell of support to keep it. I think it's people are just going to be indifferent about it. Yeah. You don't like feeling uh, like you're in an uh, episode of Dora the Explorer while watching Survivor? Uh, yeah, it does. It's a little patronizing. Yeah. Um, I, uh, as far as this challenge goes, it did feel, I mean, in terms of structure, it's pretty similar to what they've been doing, but it's at least something different. Like it's a, it's not, it's a challenge I haven't seen before. Sure. But it is a lot of obstacle course relay that they do all the time. Yeah. I do like the the little track with the puzzle pieces on, you know, mm-hmm. where you have to carry that down, and if you drop one, you got to go back. Yeah, that was definitely cool. I did I did appreciate that. That honestly kind of feels like something that would be on the challenge. Challenge always better at the challenges, except they're much better. Last week's challenge was uh, pretty bad, Thomas. They sat on top of a car and had to memorize a puzzle as the car went around. No, that's that's stupid. Um, I. It is kind of hard to go back to this kind of survivor challenge after watching some older seasons when they were a lot better. Yeah, a lot more fun. But part of it is, I think part of it is like they they can lean on the same type of thing because they're in the same location. And I assume that they, you know, they're reusing a lot of the same materials. So it makes it much easier for them to do that. Um, Yeah, but it's not better for the show. Think about me and what I want. And what I want is fucking... Folklore. Do folklore every season. It's the best challenge. Folklore is the one where Jeff tells a story and then they have to go run and answer trivia questions about the story. It's such a good challenge. It is great. It's a a very good challenge and it would not be hard for them to do. They should do that and they should do some motion every single season. Mm -hmm. Um, Both of those seasons or both of those challenges are featured on a season of Survivor that I wrote called Survivor Wild West. You can read it on the internet. Uh, Luvu wins this challenge. It's good, I, I guess. I don't know. Who are you rooting for here? Uh, I'm not at a point where I'm rooting for anyone. Me neither. You know? I feel like... I okay. just want to see what, what happens. That's, just, that's, I, you're just hoping for just a, a good game. a passive observer. Yeah, I'm rooting for uh, a good, clean match. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, uh, they, uh, Leon and Tiffany want to take Abraham out, but Abraham wants to take Tiffany out. Abraham says the Yasa tribe just needs to execute better, and they need to keep the tribe strong. I I was on board with everything you were saying. Like he's right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Tiffany feels good, but doesn't want to be overconfident. See, Tiffany, maybe maybe she's all right. And then she- yeah, I, I you know like I don't know that anybody. There wasn't like a a player that I was like super super against. Um, there were players I disliked, but there's not like a clear villain or anything on this season. Who do you dislike? I don't particularly like Ricard, and I didn't like Sarah. Same, same. Uh, Tiffany goes idol hunting and walks right past the beware advantage that Jeff left in the beginning of the episode. I don't know what that is. Do you have any ge- idea did- what that might be? No, but I did think it was really funny that they edited it. To, they might as well have just put, like, own, like, <laughs> idiot, when she walked by it. <laughs> that was a good little bit of editing where they did the, like, they flashed where it was, mm-hmm. and she looked right at it and kept going. Yeah. Like, come on. I, I guess she wasn't looking for that. Uh, I don't know what it looks like. I'm, I am genuinely curious what that is. It's probably going to be stupid, and they'll never use it again, but... Man, bring back the medallion of power. Remember the medallion of power, Thomas? What? What was that on a season I've watched? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, what is that? Um, if you won a challenge, you got this thing called the medallion of power that you could then cash in at the next challenge to give yourself an advantage. But if you used it, uh-huh. it went back over to the other tribe, and then they could what? cash it in at the next challenge to gain an advantage. It was so stupid. Yeah, that sounds very dumb. <laughs> um, I think it was like a old versus young season, so the idea was like, oh, we have to give the old tribe an advantage so they don't lose every single challenge. <laughs> but still, it's stupid, and they never brought it back. I just want to see a challenge or a season of Survivor with all the worst twists. <laughs> 
see see what people make of it. Yeah, just every bad gimmick, yeah. like Edge of Extinction. That um, what's another bad one? The uh, the outcasts from Pearl Islands. Do outcasts and Edge of Extinction and Redemption Island and Redemption Island. <laughs> And fire and go- tokens. I, I like I like Ghost Island, but it would be really fun. Yeah, fire tokens. It'd be really funny if they had like Ghost Island and Island of the Idols. Yeah, and, like all the islands were there, <laughs> and so there would be like no one left on any tribes because they all had to get sent. God, this is such a good idea. Again, Jeff, why aren't we producing Survivor? We're just doing the yeah, only. Yeah, I want a season podcast. of it where the gameplay is just totally unbalanced. It's just completely broken. Yeah, we got to do another simulated season soon. I mean. Soon, we literally just started some buy for 41, but, you know, at some point when we have an off week, we haven't done that in a Every while. Every single reward challenge is you get to hang out on a boat with Cochran. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I happen to be in the area. You want to hang out? Uh, okay. So sick of hanging out with Cochran. I did, didn't even want him to win. So on the Bloodlines tribe, that's what I'm calling them now, the Uwa tribe, Sarah feels terrible and is worried that it'll be her uh, Ricard still wants JD out. Brad tells Shan, <laughs> Shan and Sarah to their face that they deserve to be voted out. What were your thoughts here when, when Brad told Shan and Sarah that one of them is next? Uh, yeah, I don't know that that's a great move, but I do kind of respect from a, a viewer standpoint when somebody is willing to just start shit like that. Yeah, I mean, why not? I, I appreciate it because it's like, oh, Brad is... Just honest. He's like, he's just playing openly, yeah. and there's, you know, I don't know that that's going to help him very much, but nothing wrong with that. I mean, at this point in the game, it's not hurting him. It's like he got out who he wanted to get out. So I suppose that's true. Uh, he then goes back to JD and tells him that he's being targeted. Another reason to like Brad because he likes JD. Uh, Brad tells them that he is going to target Sarah. Man. What a, gr- I think, a very good first episode. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I think it sets up nicely. I think that despite the fact that they lied about what the episode was going to be like, I still <laughs> enjoyed it. I don't mind a little slow burn table setter. There's no, absolutely not. Uh, before we get into this tribal council, we do have to talk about these uh, wildlife shots. Alive. We've got crap we've got a snake we've got a fish we've got a lizard of course all the shit we see every time we go to fiji we also got the red red vented bulbul which is a bird it can be found throughout the indian subcontinent uh it has also been introduced around the world including fiji and the united states it is considered one of the 100 most invasive species in the world they are a dark brown bird, and they have a cool mohawk and a red rump. Isn't that fun? I love it. They're about 20 centimeters long. They eat flower petals, fruits, insects, and small geckos. I wish they'd eat that Geico gecko. Oh, I'm fucking God. sick of this commercial. I can't stand that dude. I, who do you hate more, the Geico gecko or the Charmin bears? I think the Charmin bears because there's more of them. Uh, I think that I almost respect the Charmin bears' perverse lifestyle more than the gecko who's just annoying. You appreciate that they take care of their fecal matter? Is that what you're saying? I, I think that, like, they are an abomination, but I, I'm glad that they're... You know, like, I, I, I don't know if I'm glad. I think I begrudgingly respect that they're living their truth. Sure. Whereas the gecko just, I hate him. Yeah, he's an annoying guy. Uh, speaking of poop. Uh, oh, by the way, Jake, do you enjoy the go? How do you like that for a slogan? Um, is that a pee product? No, it's uh, for Charmin. Yeah. Whenever they talk about taking a shit, they're always like, for people to enjoy the go, which is a fucking bizarre way to talk about shitting. Yeah, um, no, I didn't know that was their slogan because I mute those bears every time I see them on the TV. I think that the ass-wiping bear should be put to death. I agree. <laughs> and you know who should pull the trigger? Their existence is an abomination. <laughs> They're an affront to God. Get the Geico Gecko to kill the Charmin bears, and then we yeah, kill the Geico should... Gecko as well. Don't yeah. tell him, though. We'll, oh my God, Thomas, this is what we're going to do. In a prisoner's, put him in a prisoner's dilemma. This is what we'll do. We'll get the Geico 
Gecko to Electric Chair. The Gecko Geico. The Gecko Geico to Electric Chair all of the bears. Electric bears. And then we will try the Geico Gecko for murder. Because that's illegal, actually. Yeah. And then, and then he'll be put to death. And then he will be put to death himself. And then we just have to deal with Flo and all of her friends. And that'll be easy because they're humans. Nah, we can they're, talk to them. They're, I, I think that you got to put the line somewhere. I think they're just regular annoying. I don't think. Yeah. You're going to have to execute every single mascot at that point. And where does that stop? Are we executing the general? Are <laughs> we executing Aaron from Insurance? Are we executing friend? Shaquille O'Neal? No. We can't execute Shaquille O'Neal. Who else is going to spend $1,000 on apps every week? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We've talked enough about the Charmin Bears and their shitting, but I do need to tell you, both parents of these birds will help feed their young, and then they will stick around and wait for them to poop, you know, like a Charmin Bear. They will then swallow the fecal sacs when they're mm. young. Once the young are older, though, the parents will take these fecal sacs and fly them to another location. Great I, and I mean this wholeheartedly. It's just like humans. It's like we, where you eat the diaper and then later dispose exactly. of it. Exactly. Uh, great shit. I mean that genuinely. Great shit. You know who I bet would love uh, to eat those fecal sacs? <laughs> Charmin ass wiping bears. Probably. That's what they don't show you on TV. Uh, these birds are nowhere near being extinct, so... Expect them in your yeah, backyard. Yeah, they're invasive, right? Uh, yeah. They're only getting stronger. Yeah. Over on the Yasa Tribal Council, Tiffany says that they are playing with their hearts. Cold hearts, cold hands can't lose. Right? Yeah, sure, whatever. Okay. Abraham talks about keeping the strength. Xander Hastings says they're not a David tribe. Speaking of David versus Goliath. Just like how we're not a David podcast. We're not a David podcast. We are a Goliath podcast, and you can subscribe to it. We also have uh, Patreons now, so you can subscribe to those as well. Ooh, what about Just Goliath, where we read David versus Goliath from the Bible? <laughs> you got to pay 30000 a month to get that. <laughs> Voce says he is uh, going to take his shot in the dark if he feels in danger. They vote... Xander Hastings finds he receives an extra vote for risking his vote. Tiffany gets one vote. Abraham gets four votes. What do you think? Sad to see him go. You know, it was. I don't think that anyone on this tribe necessarily. I was going to be happy to see voted off. Um, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I think those. I think my the two. Maybe the the people, and again, I'm not saying I disliked either of them, but I think I had the least love for the two people that were on the chopping block. Agreed. In that tribe. Agreed, yeah. Then we'd go into the Ua Tribal Council. Shan talks about how they were proud of themselves for winning the first challenge. And then Richard talks about them being kumbaya and chill. You loved that, right? I love being kumbaya and chill. Yeah. Uh, Shan tells Jeff that she doesn't trust JD because he didn't bring back anything from the summit. That's stupid. That's a stupid reason to not trust somebody. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Shan, Sarah, and Ricard whisper about JD, and Brad seemingly becomes the, na the next target. They vote. JD receives his extra vote. Oh, yeah. How did you like this live tribal, by the way, where people... We had to wait for fucking five minutes while everyone ran over and you couldn't see what they were whispering. That's great television. It's cool because, like, the whole episode leads up to this tribal council and then everything is up in the air in the last two minutes. So it's like nothing the episode was about actually mattered. And I think that's they funny to, cool. It's so annoying that Jeff likes this. They need to fucking stop yeah. it. Like, it's awful. It's terrible television. They're not going to, though. They do it every time. Yeah. It's really unnecessary. Just vote for who you're going to vote for. No more getting up from your seat until you Jeff should tells not you be to. allowed. Yeah, you should not be allowed to move, and you should not be allowed to whisper. Yeah, you should only like basically like everyone should be able to hear what you say at tribal council. Yeah, because that's the whole point of tribal council is everybody getting on the same page. And yeah, you have Jeff time to do this shit. The time to be sneaky is before tribal council. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so JD receives his extra vote. 
Ricard gets one single vote, Brad gets one single vote, and then Sarah gets three. I was fine with this. I didn't really care for Sarah one way or the other. Nope. All right. A lot of crying. Well, sure. Survivor's a hard game. So I, I can't be mad about that. Uh, you want to get into these points? First points we've accumulated in Let's more than a year. Let's get into these points. All right. For Yasa, you said Evie would survive. I said Xander Hastings would survive. Perfect. Both did. Uwa, you said Jeannie Machini would survive. I said JD would survive. We each got a point for that. Luvu, you said Deshaun would survive. I said Erica would survive. They didn't even go to tribal council, so we didn't even need to worry about that. Yeah, we're crushing it with our picks so far. Yeah. I don't think any of them seem... I think JD is the most vulnerable of all of them, and even then, I don't know how vulnerable he actually is. Yeah, and him being vulnerable seemed like a decoy edit, to be honest. Like, I kept being like, was JD really... Like, he seems like such a great character. Nobody voted for him, yeah. so like... Uh, but they got me. I was really worried for a while. Reward, you said Luvu would win. I said Uwa would win. Uwa won, so I got a point for that. Uh, for the reward, it was Flint. I said it would be Flint, uh, so I got a point for that. You said it would be Flint and Tinder, so they. I also you a got point. a point. Well, you got. They got half of what you predicted. No, so I think. But yes, but I point. still got. I got an equivalent number of points to you. We each got one point. So you're now at four points. You said Uwa would win immunity. I said Yasso would win immunity. Neither of them did. You said Voce would be voted out. I said Tiffany would be voted out. Neither of them. Damn, you were very close. I was very on close that on that one, but unfortunately, it didn't happen. You said Pizza Hut would show up at some point in this season has not happened pizza yet. Pizza Authority. The pizza Authority is back in charge. I believe the Outback Authority will be back in charge. Outback Steakhouse. Oh, the Steak Authority. I was like, what was Outback the Authority of? Steak, of course. Uh, so I've got five points now. You've got four because you argued that you deserve more than half a point, even though you only got half of the reward correct. Whatever. Thomas, before we go, though, I do need to ask you this question, and it is, did you watch Survivor? No. Did you watch the challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies last night? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, well, um, as you recall, Fessy and Josh got in a fight last week, and they ended it in a cliffhanger. We assume because they wanted to compete with Survivor, because they're in the t same time slot, which seems stupid because they have an overlapping audience, but whatever, I'm not a producer at MTV either. So Fessy was sent home. Because he put his hands on Josh, you're not supposed to do that. His former partner, Esther, is then sent into elimination and faced Emmy in a variation on Hall Brawl, where instead of two walls of plexiglass, it's two walls of chain link, and there's a bell at the top of the mechanism uh, that they have to ring. So they have to climb up this chain after running into each other. Very cool. Uh, Emmy won. So Esther and Fester, Fester are out. <laughs> Uncle Fester, our favorite celebrity couple. Uh, it's funny you say that because Emmy won and took CT, and she called him Uncle CT when she did it, which is cute. Uh, Emmy was, well, I was going to say Emmy's so young, but she's actually a 90s kid also, not like a JD. These fucking kids born in the new millennium, they're like, oh, we're Zoomers. <laughs> they're, they're always talking about how they love the new millennium. They're like, we love Will Smith. Even though I'm only like a Carlton Bakes, I love the new millennium. The millennium. I think that Zoomer should be called the millennium generation. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense Gen, to me. Gen Will 2K. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now Berna and Huey are also a team. Isn't that exciting? Two rookies. Two international rookies. Not looking good for them because, you know, there's an all-vets alliance. Now that Fessy's out, it's probably not going to get fucked up like it did early on. I feel like two rookies in the challenge is never, they just, they're not, a rookie and a veteran is fine, but two rookies, you're going to get, it's not going to go well for mm -hmm. you. That's the big worry. Uh, to be honest, the season of the challenge has been pretty boring so far. It's a shame. They're coming off maybe the best season of all time. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Thomas, what's your Twitter? You can follow me at Tom, not Tom talking all the time about, um, I don't know, Michigan football or whatever. You can follow the show at DYWSLN. That is where we are going to be live tweeting every episode of Survivor and maybe even the challenge when um, I watch it. 
but not during because again, it's not at the same time as Survivor. We're also on Instagram. Yeah. Oh no, go ahead. I was going to say we're also on Instagram with the Only Survivor podcast. What's up? Uh, I want to thank the fans. Okay. Uh, I also want to thank uh, shout out to the Survivor DM that we're in. Yeah, they're cool guys uh, and people. Yeah, cool guys. Excuse me, they're cool. Yeah, come on in, everybody, <laughs> to the Survivor DM. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Uh, we have a few shows on Patreon you can listen to. Uh, you can find them at patreon.com slash justpodcast. Well, you can't listen to them. You have to subscribe and then we'll make them. Yeah, okay. So we haven't made any of them yet because nobody has subscribed to our podcasts. Uh, but when somebody does... Not working for free, okay? We're not working Cash up for front. free. Uh, okay. Uh, if you want to give us a four-star review, you can find out the instructions to do that at patreon.com slash justpodcast. It's really easy. But if you want to be a five-star fan, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. What's that five-star review, boilerplate review, that you, people should give, Thomas, as a fan of this podcast? This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all of the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And that's all it is. People, that's all it people is. People were saying, you can't do some five for 41, but guess what? We just did. One episode in. Oh, Thomas, I meant to ask you in the beginning, but I guess I'll ask you at the end. How many times did you watch this episode? I watched it uh, twice. Oh, me too. Because it was two episodes, yeah. and I watched each of them once. I watched, uh, I watched the one episode it was two times, just to make sure I had everything in my notes, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, Jake, do you think that Joey is on Peacock? I haven't checked yet. I assume it is gotta be right i subscribed to peacock for every once in a while checking in with a wrestling show uh you know i was like i'm done with wrestling you know i'm out and then they made Big E champion and i was like well god damn it no i have to watch everything you watching that aew because like that's way more exciting than anything that's going i mean as much as i love biggie being champion it's more exciting than anything going on um, wwe yeah watch that kenny omega daniel bryanson that's not his name Daniel Bryanson. <laughs> pretty pretty good, right? Pretty yeah, good Brian, he, Daniel, who's Daniel Bryan? I only care about Brian Danielson. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's pretty good shit, too. Wrestling, always good. <laughs> and that's what we're all saying across the board. That's not remotely true. What? Name? I don't know that anything is... is I don't know if there's any art or like, uh, form of media you could, you could say it's always good less about than wrestling. <laughs> Name one bad wrestling match you've ever seen. You can't. Uh... How much time you got? <laughs> Not much, because we are at the end of the episode. So I got to say to you and all of our five-star listeners, and if you wanted four-star fans or three or two or one, give, just give us the money and you can do it up time. I got to say, have a great summer. Deuces. The faster we're falling, we're stopping and stalling. We're running in circles again. Just as things were looking up, you said it wasn't good. God, that would be insufferable. Don't you're gonna will that into existence. They're gonna be like millennials are uh, creating adult summer camps. Yeah, I'm 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 fairly certain it's already a thing, but I haven't That's been there awful. yet. That's so. awful. It's so awful. Mm. Can you imagine who would be there? It'd be the worst I would fucking be there. people It'd on earth. So the most, fun. Yeah. Okay. So you're confirming that it would be the most annoying people on earth. We could play capture the flag, we could play hide and go seek, we could jump off of the thing and then it bounces us into the lake. Like, what's not fun about that? This is, like, raising my hackles. Like, get a fucking job. <laughs> you sound like such I'm a not boomer. like this, I'm not like that normally, but this is, like, this is a bridge too far for me. Millennials are all about summer camp and boomers all, like, get a job, summer's not real. Millennials are recreating high school for adults. Yeah. We should also be able to go to high school. We should. 
Oh, my girlfriend works at a high school and I'm not allowed in the building. Yeah, it's such that? bullshit. Some guy comes and yells at me like, uh, I'm trying to talk to my girlfriend. I'm trying to talk to my girlfriend? Where is she? I don't care that you've called the police, yeah. okay? I don't, uh recognize their authority so actually tell me <laughs> yeah. where my girlfriend is a sovereign citizen of the united states hey, trying cab. to talk to my girlfriend all children are in the way from getting to my girlfriend <laughs> yeah get these kids out of here i'm trying to talk to my 16 year old girlfriend and it is not illegal because jerry seinfeld did it first i'm just trying to follow in his footsteps yeah. the greatest comedian oh of all people time. love it people love it when seinfeld does it but when i do it i'm being arrested yeah I'm just trying to film a new season of what's the, what's the deal with the age of consent? 16, 17, 18 in some places? <laughs> what is this? You had to pay $17 for something versus $18. Not that big a difference. Why do we care about <laughs> it with age? Smarten up, probes. <laughs>